Hello and welcome to the first official episode of the Toki Dragon Cast. My name is Kenneth Negron. I'm a bilingual resource teacher at Toki Middle School here in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, so during winter break this past year, I got a kind of a crazy idea to start a podcast with my students. I thought it could be a good idea for a few reasons. Um, one, it would be a way for students to express themselves, to get their ideas across uh larger medium. Um, they could share their voice with the community as well as parents and other family. And I also thought it would just be a good experience for them um, to record audio and actually have it put out there into the world in an authentic way. Um, so what I did was I created a Donors Choose project and I thought, well, you know, it might be, you know, sometime within the year, six months that this gets funded or maybe it doesn't work. Um, but I might as well give it a shot. Well, I put it out there on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and wow, did did I get blown away by the support from so many family and friends and, and acquaintances um, in my life, and as well as other people who uh, I have no idea, and some remain anonymous. Um, so I can't move forward without thanking those people that um, have donated to that Donors Choose project and got this uh, project off the ground. Um, so from Wisconsin, we have Carrie, Benita, Terry, Emily, Mary, the Steyer family, as well as Cognizant Technology Solutions and the North Carolina Teachers. Thank you all so much for the donations you've made. I literally would not be here and figuring out how to use all of this awesome recording equipment without you. Um, so in today's episode, I have been recording um, students' projects in English language arts. So these are eighth graders that have finished up a unit entitled Power in Legacy, and they have projects that go into what they feel is the legacy that they're leaving behind, or the legacy that others have in in their the power that they have. So a lot of students chose to talk about the struggles that they've dealt with through middle school and how they hope for uh, the others in school to have a better situation or their siblings to have a better situation. Um, others chose to talk about broader topics such as equality. Um, so hopefully you enjoy some of the um, projects that you hear today uh, and I look forward to putting out more episodes. Um, I'm not sure how many I can put out there. Uh, it's been quite a task to learn how to use GarageBand and all this other equipment um, while also teaching. But I will do my best to, I, I'm hoping to put out another episode near the end of uh, the quarter. So that's around um, probably early April. And then another one by the end of the school year. So look, look for two more at least. Um, and I hope to get a broader range of grade levels as well. So this one is going to be heavily 
focused on the 8th grade projects. Uh, you can find all of our episodes at tokidragoncast.tk. Um, that's T-O-K-I, dragoncast.tk. Without further ado, here are the student projects. Hey, listen, I have a record I want you to play. Don't you think the kids would enjoy a nice song with a melody? What you got, Holmes? It is a rare, one-of-a-kind original pressing. 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 People have told me, oh, you look like a toothpick. Well, do I pick between your teeth? Do, does it make you feel any better about yourself if you make me feel bad about myself? Do you feel stronger or more powerful? On Monday, well, last Monday, I saw a post on Facebook. It was judging women on how they should look. It said that this goes out to all the obese women out there and that this is what black people should look like. Under the post, it showed a picture, picture of a skinny Caucasian lady. I was heated. I went in. I was off. I was angry. Because there is no one in the world to tell you who you are or who you are supposed to look like. There is no one to judge you of what you are or what you are supposed to be. You are supposed to be who you want to be. So many of you feel that you need to judge. I mean, sometimes, yes, you could look at someone and say, oh, this person looks a certain way, but don't say it out loud because that is cruel and mean and disrespectful to all. And something you don't like doesn't mean you, have, you don't have to approve of it. Just keep it to yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're no better than the next person and nobody's better than you. You're all the same. Nobody's perfect, nobody's above anybody. But sorry to tell you, or to make you feel bad about yourself, but you don't need anybody to make you feel like a better person. You don't need anyone to make you feel a certain type of way. You don't need anyone to make you feel special. You just need yourself. And if you can love yourself, you can love everyone else. You're no better than the next person to you. Everyone has flaws. You may, you may not show your flaws, but you have flaws. You need to stop the judgment. I'm tired of the judgment. Stop it. You only make yourself feel bad. It's just called sports. So it's um, I ball out football, basketball, no doubt. Look at the crowd, see my family. Can't wait to hear them say, go over Mary. <laughs> Out of those two, football, I mean, out of those two, football is my favorite sport. I'd rather be on the field than on the court. But I still need to do my green report. 6-0, and we going crazy. Practice makes perfect. We ain't lazy. Um, we keep on going like a train station because we are the Spartan nation. Uh, I don't have an intro, but as I'm doing a poem about racism, 
come from a world where Asians can't play basketball, where Muslims are only seen as terrorists, where African Americans are gangbangers. The world where you get stereotyped for your race, a world where racism is a joke but someone is crying in the inside because of these jokes. Looking around and seeing racism as a normal thing, not knowing or caring how it's affecting people all around. The sounds of her tears hitting the floor as she watches him take the basket. She sits there just in despair, wondering what she could have done. How she could have saved him, instead of watching him suffer through it. As she holds his lifeless hand, putting it close to her heart, never wanting to let go, she looks at those gorgeous eyes one more time before they disappear from her. As she, as she watches her loved one die before her, a piece of her dies. All the memories, all the time they spent together, all their hopes and dreams gone with the wind. She looks at the ring he once gave her and says, I'll never let you go. She looks at him one more time and kisses him goodbye. She tries to leave, but she can't. She doesn't want to let go. He was her soulmate, and now that play is broken. The sky darkens, cold, cold droplets of rain hit the roof. As the sky starts to cry, it feels the hurt, the heartbreak of her losing him. It knows he was irreplaceable, and now that piece of her will be gone forever. A lovable soul, now gone forever, over in a heart that will never be there. I decided to write this poem because I don't know personally what it's like to lose a loved one, but I tried to capture what it feels like to lose one. Hi, I'm Ellie, and I wrote a spoken word called Black and White. Two years ago, I was unapologetically myself. I wore what I liked, I blasted my favorite music, and I wore bright lipstick. I was a colorful person. But then I started to notice it. The subtle clues from others, the sideways glances, the whispers, the, wow, that lipstick is red. And I slowly realized that other people didn't like me as much as I did. So the next year, I decided to change. I wore more casual clothes, put in headphones when I listened to music, and stuck to bare lips all the blend in. People didn't stare anymore. They didn't even know my name. I slowly faded from colorful to black and white. And at first, I loved it. I could stick to close friends and be like anyone else. But I began to hate it. People said, wow, you've changed so much. And I began to realize that wasn't a compliment. I learned what it really meant. The year before, I had been so myself, so out there and happy. But now I felt bored, black and white background noise in a world full of happiness, an extra walking back and forth in the background of a movie that I didn't belong in. These people had begun to like this fake version of myself, not who I really was. So I slowly went back to the clothes I liked, talking about my music, and bold lipstick. My style had changed over time, but I was me again. I felt a new confidence in who I am, and I didn't need to apologize for it. Sure, maybe I do still blend in, and I stick to close friends, but I'm happy. I couldn't please everybody, so I chose to choose myself. To me, as cheesy as it may sound, everyone has their own colors. These aren't just the colors of our eyes, our hair, or our skin. These are the colors of our souls, our personalities, the colors of what we believe, our love, who we choose to surround ourselves with, our beliefs, and who we are. Some are okay to show these colors. Others, like me, are still learning, but that's okay. I hope for a world full of colorful people. You may not think you have much power on this planet, but you have the power and the right to show your colors and respect others, too. Don't put yourself in black and white. We've all got such beautiful colors. There are many ways to give love. When you look someone in the eyes, 
when we listen and give them our undivided attention. I once read a book called The Five Love Languages. Number one is physical touch, holding hands, hugging, things like that. Number two is giving gifts. I have always enjoyed watching the expression that people have when they open your gift. Number three is words of affection. Tell them how much you care for them. I guarantee you that it will make their day better. Even just a simple I love you is uplifting. Number four is acts of kindness. Things like returning the car with a full gas of tape, that's my mom's favorite, or letting them pick the TV show or the music you listen to in the car. Number five is quality time. In my opinion, this language is the most important. To me, things like glances through a crowd or smiles in the hallway are little bits of quality time that mean more than a little bit. I have a great appreciation towards those little acknowledgments. I guess the legacy that I want to leave behind would be to empower people with the ability to care and be cared for in a way that everyone deserves to have. To show affection and to have affection shown to you, and most of all, to be able to give love and feel love. I guess I always get made fun of for being small, and uh, I just don't undersize, under, understand why size really matters that much to so many people. So I guess this is just my haiku poem. What's wrong with being small? Not all people have to be tall. Small people rule the world. Yeah, that's it. I remember one day, I was walking these halls. It was an average day for me, nothing really different. Well, it, that was until I overheard a few people say a few things. Such as, why don't you cu cut yourself? Go slit your wrists. No one wants you here. I want to kill myself so bad right now, it's not even funny. And you're right, it's not funny. So why are you guys laughing about it right afterwards? I went through that. I, re I remember staying up until 1 a.m., holding a knife that I had stolen from my kitchen in one hand and a rope in the other, debating on whether I wanted to or not. But I chickened out and I was too scared because I had people who did care about me. What if one day you went home after saying, th after saying those things, not, not even thinking about it, and then finding out that your, that your sibling had eventually killed themselves because it all just got too much to, for them? Or what if it was one of your best friends or someone else that you cared about or another family member? Even the smallest thing, though, can make a difference. A smile can bring someone up from the edge. What, another time, well, this isn't really me, it's another, different, it's another story. So an old man was walking along the beach, and, he, and in the distance he saw a younger man pick up a starfish and throw it back in the ocean. And he called out, why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? And the man explained, because when the sun comes up, these starfish on the sea, on the beach, are going to dry up and die when the sun comes out. So I'm tossing them back in and I'm saving their lives. And the man said, but the beach goes on for miles and there are so many starfish. You're not going to make any real difference. And the man just looked at the, and the younger man looked up at the older man and picked up another starfish and threw it in the ocean. That's true, he said, but it makes a difference to that one. You can make a difference yourself. But the choice is up to you. Are you going to make a good difference or a bad one? And I hope you make the right choice. Writing a poem is hard. This part usually a place to start. Struggling to come up with words, but the meaning should be inferred. 
Learn the words you rhyme. Just give yourself some time. I want you to be. That's who you want. My words don't seem to flow. You don't have to be. How do you do with your own? Wait, can we say? Don't worry about it. He's extra history. Back to the problem at hand. Well, that's good. Pretend you're in a band. Where did that come from? Today you have to rhyme. You're welcome. Forget it. Let me see what you wrote. An ode to my hair, shiny, glossy, beautiful hair on my head, making you look so fair. People say you look like a bush, but obviously they have something stuck up their tush. Your golden left shine in the sun, making my orange skin bright enough to stop. Now run in a slump and look in the mirror, then see the hair of the dog and chop that is extraordinary. Why did I ask again? Because I'm your real friend. But I still have no clue what to do. Just use your brain and find the tree. Aw, oh, thanks, man. I'm Katie. I'm Vivian. And I'm Grace. And we wrote a poem called Bully and Soul. And we wrote it to show how a bullying situation works and how people feel. Bullying is a big issue in our world today, and standing up for yourself and others is the only way to stop it. Always treat others with respect and put yourself in their situation if you see them being overpowered by a bully. Ready? Oh, wait, is, wait, is the music interesting? Okay. Yeah. You ready? I am a mean bully. I bring people down by being mean. People are afraid of me. I'm an innocent victim. I didn't mean any harm to anyone. I was just being myself. I'm the only bystander. I was sitting in the corner watching, and I should have said something. We should be treated equal. No one is of a higher power or is worth much less. I'm a mean bully. I have lots of power over people. People feel less of themselves. I'm an innocent victim. I don't understand my place of power. Power doesn't always affect me. I'm the only bystander. I didn't choose to use my power. Instead, I hold myself back. Equality leads to happy people. Power only affects those who want it. Everyone leaves their own legacy. Healing Parkinson's. Parkinson's is a worldwide disease that affects thousands of people across the world. In fact, there's a million people in the U.S. currently living with the Parkinson's disease. However, there has been a cure around for more than a thousand years. It's called music. Music has been shown to substantially, substantially improve cognitive um, abilities, and it's also a very powerful force. In fact, the cries of babies just a few months old have been found to contain the basic intervals in Western music. Ever wonder why lullabies worked or soundtracks were there in mu movies? Mo sound is there to give you emotion. Sound was designed to give emotion. Stroke patients that have lost verbal function in the past few years have actually gained back the basic ability to talk from listening to music and doing nothing else. No medications, no surgeries, just music. And it's not just diseases that uh, music can help. Music can help you in other subjects like math and science. In fact, Einstein, one of the world's most fa famous um, astrophysicists and theoretical physicists, quoted, um, if I were not a physicist, I would probably be a musician. I often think in music. I live my daydreams in music. 
I see my life in terms of music. In fact, he says that his idea for the equation E equals MC squared actually came from music. And he's not the only person. Every single one of these people. And then it's not working. Oh, um. Do you want to try it from the keyboard over here? Use the arrows. There you go. All of these people Darwin, Darwin, Henry David Thoreau, Pythagoras, Plato, Ralph Waldo Emerson all of these people are all mathematicians, writers, and scientists. And yet they all benefited from music. I'd like to quote Charles Darwin saying, it appears that the progenitors of man, either males or females, before acquiring the power of expressing their mutual love in articulate language, and are endeavored to charm each other with musical notes and rhythm. In other words, put in simple words, he said, music equals love. The power of music is everywhere then. Thank you. All right. All right so our power is family, because we think family is really strong. Family is the only thing we got. We need them to grow. It's not only relatives, but friends who will lie and cry for you. They get mad. They'll always come back for you. Uh, you need them and they need you. Family makes the world go round. That's it. Hello again, and thanks for listening to the Toki Dragon Cast. Uh, I wanted to give a huge shout out to the students in eighth grade who've been participating in our Power and Legacy projects. Um, I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard thus far. We've still got plenty more. Um, our next speaker is actually a police officer from the Madison Police Department um, who was a wonderful guest in our classroom. This is, this is hard, right? And talking in front of your peers, I give you guys a lot of credit. I still hear a lot of chatter, guys. Come on, give me some respect. Because a lot, you talked about respect for yourself, love for yourself. You need that first and foremost. Respect yourself and respect your peers, respect your teachers, people of authority. That will carry you throughout life no matter what you do. And again, I just want to applaud all of you for getting up here because this is, this is the most difficult thing. It was for me through high school, through college, just talking generally. And I still, I'm still getting nervous right now talking with you guys. I don't know any of you, so it should be easier for me. But just to give you an example, yesterday I talked in front of my peers, about 150 cops, some that are much older than me, some that are my age. It was hard. It sucked. Talk about Nick's theory of embracing the suck. You guys got to just overcome, have that confidence. And if there's one thing I want to say about this power and legacy, it's huge. For me, I'm a personal believer in whoever you surround yourself with is kind of characterizes who you are as a person. So right now, the people in my life are the most important people in my life. The sucky people, I said, peace out, see you, no way, don't bring me down. The people that I love, the people that I have respect for, those are the people that I keep in my life that keeps me going. I've, only, I've been a cop for eight years. I don't know if I want to do this forever. This is a really hard job, but right now I have a great part because I just go around and talk and play with kids all day. I don't do any more arrests. I was at MSCR this summer. Just doing cool things with you guys, playing sports. We have youth academies. We do a lot of leadership, things like that. So that's what I'm most excited about right now, and that's what keeps me going, the people that I surround myself with. 
Alright, well, one of my favorite things to do when I was little was getting to see my grandpa from San Diego. When I would spend time with him, he would we would do fun things, like going to the beaches in San Diego, taking me to a Ferrari store, or just talking about things. Um, he always, one thing I noticed about him was he really seemed to know newest things about technology. Um, in 2014, we found out that he had blood cancer, and the next time I visited him, it was, it felt awkward to be around him. Um, on Thanksgiving in November, uh, I was, uh, I talked with him, and he was telling me that I should go to his house and visit him sometime. Then in 2015, uh, he ended up passing away. And it was hard for me because I basically got, didn't get to see him at all, maybe once every one or two years. Um, when I went to the funeral, it was hard, and I ended up getting sick. But I learned from that is that even though people have passed away, they're still with you all the way. <laughs> I have my translations. <laughs> Um, I decided to do a project in sign language because lately I've been getting more and more into commuting through sign, so, and I thought it would be a really fun way to do it. So, this is a poem I wrote in sign language. Um, okay. I am weird, but true to me. I wonder about the universe around me. I hear the n <laughs> night core music in my head. I see the words the the words and colors on my screen. I want to have fun. I'm a little bit crazy. I pretend I can fly. I feel but I feel glued on the ground. I touch the cool ice under my feet. I worry about decisions or pressure. I say, I say, um, God. I say, non tiempo mala, both aloud and in my head. I understand my friends the best I can. I say that family don't end in blood and that we were born to make history. I try my best to be creative. I hope that one day I will skate on the ice better than the day before. I am myself and will always be me. Hi, me again. Uh, I just wanted to take this quick second to let you know that the next speaker you'll be hearing is Rachel Mormon, the rock star student teacher we had this past semester. In eighth grade, I wrote this it's called What is Love? Love is like a flower that grows every day, no matter what happens to it. In some cases, a storm may damage the flower or even crush it, but the sun comes back and helps strengthen it again. Sometimes an argument may seem that love will fade away, but in rough times you're able to build it back up. Many people believe in love at first sight, but I'm not sure what they mean exactly. Love takes time not only to create, but also to sustain it. Love is a word that only people involved can define. For everyone in this world, it means something different. It's getting married or spending the rest of their lives with each other, or even just trusting a person that is your friend. 
I believe love is a characteristic value that each person has. The question is, does it show? My friend and I and I have a relationship that we can't even define. Sometime, someplace in us there is a strong bond of love that no one can break. Why do I think that? Whenever I'm with him, the world seems perfect. He has this way of making you feel special whenever you're down. No matter what happens, I know he's always there for me. Sometimes I wonder how I got the privilege of having him as a friend. All I know is that God has given me a chance to grow in love with someone I care about, and I will make the best of it. I wrote about how people bully you when you're uh, not as good as them, like in sports and stuff. The title is better than you. I chose to do this because there have always been people who are better than me, and they always are jerks about it, or most of them are. Every day, I'm getting better, and one day I'll be better than all those jerks. The message is, is, that, is to not listen to those people and to keep working no matter how good others are. Just because I made the C team doesn't give you the right to be mean. Even though I might not be as good as you, all I'm trying to do is have fun too. And now that you're being a big jerk, just makes me want to do more work. Even though you've been rude for years, one day I'll cross you and you're going to be in tears. Even though I've always been short and small, you never know when I could be tall. When you say that I, my jump shot will never be fired, then one day... I'll be better than you, and my work will prove that you're a liar. And eventually, after all this practice, I'll have you looking drier than a cactus. Even though this might all be a surprise, this might be the start of your demise. And just one last thing that I would like to say, just because you're better than me, it doesn't mean that everything you say is okay. All right. Everything is cool, like I'm going to go to school, learn my numbers and shapes, maybe eat a cupcake with my best friend, my best friend to the end, at least that's what we think, my mom is going to be differently. She said that things will change, that things will rearrange, she says people are fake and not smiling your face, but don't worry about that now because you're just a child, the elementary school keeps swimming in your pool. That's what she said to me and I really understand, hey come on Deanna, let's hang a castle in the sand, don't forget to do your homework, she says, as we continue playing in the dirt. Beyond time for class, we approach middle school, I wonder if it's really that bad, so cold and cruel. I want to be a kid forever, just like this. No care in the world, no turn, no twist, no pressure like baseballs in the back. Don't miss, don't worry about it. It will bring us a fit to worry about it. Be a kid while you're a kid. <laughs> I thought middle school would make me feel grown, but I can tell you right now that I was wrong. But don't get me wrong, middle school is lit, but then again, there's no way that you could be slick. Teachers everywhere you go, sometimes that's good, but then you never know. You could be play finding with friends in the hall, and next thing you know, you're in NISS. Just the other day, Mazaria was up in there. I could only see her for 50 minutes. That's not even fair. There's so much homework and so much to do. It's way different than elementary school. Way more than I'm used to, but I keep pushing to make it through. It's looking me hard sometimes, always rushing to class to be on time. We got teachers you feel don't care for you. They just want to see you gone out of the school. Then there's the ones that really care. They want to see you make it so you get there. They make sure you know everything is easy because everyone knows that life is a breezy. Just take a look at the kids on the streets selling drugs just to have something to eat. All you need is somebody to not leave and stick by your side. Keep them in one piece. I ain't really going to break it down, but you know I got to preach for my younger crowd. <laughs> People going to try and knock you down, but try to ruin your smile and make you frown. Um, but keep pushing. I swear you'll make it. Keep 
Keep your gang face on. Don't let no one break it. Keep it cool and mind your business. Don't turn into nobody's murder witness. But you know what? I think my mom is the most. Not for making me think. Not making me think or cooking. But for any for being there for me when it's time when time gets tough, a smile from her is care enough. Thanks for keeping me out the streets with a roof over my head and something to eat. You always did what's best for me, even through the outcome. I didn't always see me straight away from the drama. Keep a smile on your face, even through trauma. You fixed my life into the whole piece of And now I'm off to college. I love you, Mama. Um. Uh, here we are now, standing tall and proud, got an education to earn our own crowd. They said I couldn't make it, but I have a doubt. All the funny and the fake told them to get out. As a little child, I have a care in the world with a smile on my face. Just a happy little girl. Things go harder as I progress with life. I had to shy away from darkness to follow the light. Can we just take a look? Okay. Alright. She's sweet. I had to uh, do what I can to show where I am. Like, not like folks in the... Past things are changing so fast, it's hard to believe, but it's consequently, consequently which made it through for me. Made it tougher. <laughs> oh my gosh, you can't read. I can't read. No, you, you can't read. You, you, that looked like through. Anyways, which made it tougher for me to leave the legacy that I wanted to leave. To have my parents proud, my brother and sister watching from the crowd with bright smiles, just thinking, wow, my sister really made it now. If anything, I want to let them down and tell my haters how to look at me now. That's it. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> uh, I don't have an introduction. I did a like poem art. So we right here are the next generation. One day the power will be in our hands to guide our nation. You see, the people of the past have created a world through their wants. Not really thinking about the decisions the people will haunt. They made decisions that have made the people divided. They created conflicts so that are not so easily cited. But the people in this room, we can fix this. And the people in this room should remember this. We are the next generation, and we will not let this opportunity be wasted. Uh, someone kind of left a legacy on me, um, and essentially I want to kind of tell you guys about it. So it's essentially embrace the suck. Um, and what I mean by that is in your life, you're going to be put into situations that may seem impossible. Um, you're going to feel overwhelmed, put down, and challenged to a breaking point where you want to give up. What I say is embrace it. Grind through it. You'll build character that will open doors when others have been closed. You may win or you may lose. But in reality, you don't lose. You learn. And if you do win, humble yourselves because you haven't made it. You're not finished. Work still has to be done to stay on top. And me being a religious guy, in, in uh, the Bible there's a verse in Colossians that says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as if working for the Lord, since you know that you will receive a legacy from the Lord as reward. Embrace the suck. Live your life. Hello, and sorry again for interrupting. I just want to let you know that the voice you just heard was Nick. He is a UW student and soccer player and was kind enough to volunteer his time uh, in our classroom. So I wanted to give a big shout out to Nick. Thanks again for getting up in front of our students and being brave. Baby, um, baby got the pot of niggas by this man, white and gold diamonds looking like some butter rice. Stepping 
in the bloody and you better think twice Your girl walking with me, you thought she was missing Like, dang, that sad man, don't get caught tipping Every time you see me, you know I'm on a mission Got so many girls, I can start a ball team Yeah, NBA balling, man, I'm balling like crazy Call my man, I ain't balling like Derrick Rose And I'm still knocking J's like a couple free throws Girl, in my mouth, got me feeling like a man much like I love all the moments with them even if we all aren't like um, blood related so um, my family has two parents that are super obsessed with each other like they're in high school they call each other like ten times a day while they're at work and they're with there's three teenagers who are all weirdos there's my sister who's 17 and obsessed with my dog and memes and whenever we're alone we end up screaming and pulling each other's ponytails then there's my brother who's 15 and super obsessed with Jordans and Nike. Then I'm the youngest. Even though we argue about things, I wouldn't want another family. I love the moments when we're in the car and get our phones taken away for being too loud or when we roast each other at dinner. Two perspectives. One perspective is about someone who tries because they want to be successful in order to have a good future. They put effort into everything so that they can accomplish their goals. They look at the positive side because they know not to give up. And trying is actually worth it. <clears throat> the other perspective is about someone who is trying but fails because they keep putting themselves down. They only look at the negative side because they think they can't do anything and aren't good enough. They, they think it's not worth giving effort. Our poem's called I Am. Yeah. Okay. I am not myself sometimes. I am a hard worker. I wonder what others think of me. I wonder what my future will be like. I see myself fail. I see myself, I see me accomplishing my goal. I want to succeed. I want the best for me. I am difficult to understand. I am curious to see what life leads me to. I pretend I don't care about my business. I pretend I don't get stressed. I feel disappointed in myself. I feel happy. I worry that I won't make my parents proud. I worry about my grades. I am trying. I am thoughtful. I understand that I'm failing. I understand that education is the key to success. I say I can, but others say I can. I say to myself to never give up. I dream to become someone better in the world. I dream to have a good future. I try to fit in. I try my best. I hope people look up to me. I hope to become who I want to be. I am successful. I am successful. Friendship is a very powerful and important thing. It proves you trust to a person and shows how much you care. A friend is always there for you through everything. You know you can count on them and that they wouldn't do anything to hurt you. My friends are very important in my life. They keep me happy and all around a better person. My friends have a huge impact on me and that's why I'm so lucky to have them. Friendship for me is full of trust, joy, and positivity. Having a person or people to keep you, to trust you, keep you joyful and positive is what can make your life so much better. If you know you can trust your friends, that makes things so much easier. You're able to get out what you need to them, and you don't have to worry about feeling scared to tell them because you know they wouldn't do anything to make you feel bad or embarrassed. Friends who keep you joyful is also a very important thing to have in life. If you don't have people who keep you happy throughout your life, finding one is important because having that joy in life makes you an all-around a better person. Having friends who keep you happy is so helpful because even in your, if you're in a horrible mood, they make you happy for the rest of the day. Positivity helps your confidence and makes you realize the positive things in our lives. 
Friends who keep you positive are wonderful because they know you know they really care about you and you, they want you to stay happy. Friendship starts off small and grows bigger and bigger, but no matter how big or small it is, if they keep you positive, it's a great friendship. My friends are the best thing that's ever happened to me. They trust me, keep me happy, and a positive person. Friendship is full of people like that. People who are there for you through everything and want the best for you. People who make you laugh and cry at the same time. People who put the biggest smile on your face. People who love you and who you love. Okay. <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay. Okay. Kobe is someone I look up to. He teaches me not to fear, not to give up. He shows me what's right and what's not right. Kobe shows me I can do anything, but all I have to do is not give up. Try harder, try, try harder and harder. Bad things might happen, but you have to overcome your fears. I'm done. Family. It's just a word, but to me it's one of the most meaningful words in the world. Family is not who shares my blood. It's who showed up one day and never left my side. Family is who I want to turn to the second something happens, but I also want to be there to listen to them. It's that feeling when I see someone sad and all I want to do is be there to make them happy. When I'm gone for a while and everything I see reminds me of those specific people that I would do anything to be with in that moment. Those few people that I know I can trust with anything. They don't judge me, they don't control me, but they support me in everything that I do, whether they necessarily agree or not. They've seen me at my best and definitely at my worst. They know everything there is to know about me and sometimes that's scary, but it's always worth it. One word, six letters, but they're everything to me. What does family mean to you? All right, Ramari, you are up, and then Cole, you are after Ramari. Anyway, this is about this. This is about this girl that broke my heart. So I, I'm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, forget you. I guess you didn't have nothing to do with me. But best believe, I'ma pull up in that Bentley. I bet you talking about how much you miss me. Yeah. But now nah, it's. Forget you, yeah, girl, forget you, yeah. I really thought that I could love you, trust you, put nothing above you, but yeah, now nah, that you hurt me, yeah. Pull up in my bull means in my true shirt, told shorty, yeah, that the truth hurt, yeah. Now I got a freestyle now, oh wow, man, going bow bow, yeah. Gotta get on a cash now, cash route, can't need it, not nah, yeah, I can barely understand what you're saying. I'm the man, so I gotta count my bands now. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to turn up, burn up, burn up. Yeah, you know I gotta turn up to my own song, so shorty, just leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, no, uh, just go down. All right, well, that just about does it for this episode of the Toki Dragon Cast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, congratulations to the students for finishing their final projects and uh, being brave, standing up in front of an audience and telling your stories. I also wanted to extend a huge thank you to the Alt Default for providing our intro music. Uh, you can find uh, links to the Alt Default's music at the Toki Dragon Cast's website at tokidragoncast.tk. 
That's T-O-K-I dragoncast.tk. Uh, I also spoke over uh, music from the Free Music Archive, uh, titled A Partir de Ese Día by Dark Sun, and you can find more of that music at freemusicarchive.org. Uh, before I let you go, uh, I have one final presentation for you, and that's me doing a poem I wrote in college. All right, so this is my uh, I Am From poem. I am from Chancletas and Platanos Fritos, from Nesquik and Datsun. I am from the eye of the water, hot, sunny, it tastes like sand between your teeth. I am from the weeping willow, the aguacate whose vines hug to the trees tight. I am from the coquito at Navidad and sweat above your brow, from Negron and Vasquez and Abuela Marias. I am from the merengue dancing and impassioned arguments, from El Cuco who steals you in the night and that fear of catching a cold in the rain. I am from Dios te bendiga and not celebrating birthdays. I am from Puerto Rico, La Isla del Encanto, Arroz and Habichuelas, from the father who gave you his name and slowly, slowly vanishes from your life, and the mother who left to pick up the pieces. Dusty shoe boxes filled with old photos of unknown relatives. I am from a wintry Milwaukee where ants help raise you. Thank you. <laughs>